Welcome to the What Dreamers Do podcast. I'm your host, Carla Gover, an Appalachian musician, flatfoot dancer, mama, creative, and dreamer from Kentucky. I'm on a mission to inspire others to realize their dreams and live their most creative lives. Grab you a mason jar full of sweet tea or something a little stronger and pull up a chair because it's time to get your dream on. Hey Dreamers, welcome to this week's episode of the What Dreamers Do podcast. I'm so happy to spend this time with you. And this week, it's just me. I don't have a guest. And we're going to be talking about the idea of giving yourself permission to live your creative dreams and also just permission to do the things that really light you up, make you feel alive, bring you joy, and just make you feel good. So I got the idea to do this episode because I sent an email to my list recently and I mentioned that I had been in the studio and I talked about how long it had been since we were in the studio and I sort of mused in this email about why is it that sometimes we take so long to get around to doing the thing that we love to do that makes us feel good and then once we're doing it we're like why did I wait so long? And this is something you might have heard me talk about before, but I think it it bears um, investigation and mindfulness because why wouldn't we want to do the things that make us feel good, the things that we love and are passionate about? And sometimes it's the thing that is the most dear to us. I got a reply from one reader who was talking about how much she loved playing music and yet how sometimes playing the banjo was the thing that she failed to prioritize. And I can totally relate. I've done this so many different times in so many different ways in different parts of my life. So I want to start with this idea of giving ourselves permission to do the things that we love most. And this can be something super basic like Let's just put a time on the calendar and stick to it and commit to it so that we can make sure that we're actually scheduling in the things that we love. But there are deeper levels of it. There are psychological levels of it. There are ways in which perhaps our caregivers did not give us the permission or the validation we needed to pursue the thing that brought us joy. And so as adults, we're still having a hard time finding that permission. And I've had an interesting look into the hearts and minds of a small group of women that I'm working with right now, who I'm coaching on um, how to present themselves and their creative businesses to the world more effectively. And so what we've been working on lately is the what I do statements, uh, where you think about how you can really succinctly but elegantly, eloquently explain what you do. I am a chef and educator who helps families live their best nut-free lives or whatever it is that you do. Um, And it's really challenging. It's really challenging not only to distill down the essence of what you do, but I think in some instances it's challenging to really claim it, to really claim your awesomeness, claim your magic, and actually proclaim it to the world. But I think that's what we have to learn how to do 
within ourselves in order to live our most actualized lives. So being able to, even if only to ourselves, declare, I am a writer, I am a runner, I am a cook, I am a lover, I am a dancer, I'm a musician, I am a poet. I've heard it said that I am is the most powerful two words in any language. So be very careful what you place after those two words because, you know, our brains hear us say things, our hearts and our minds believe the things that we say. And let's face it, a lot of times we're more likely to go through the day and say, I'm a dumbass, I left my wallet at home or whatever, than we are to say things that are uplifting and affirming of our greatest gifts. So... That's my first little tidbit for all you dreamers and creatives out there is think about those words. I am claim those words and claim most importantly, what you want to come after those words. While we're on the subject of defining ourselves, this is another thing that's not only come up for me and dozens of creative people that I know, but I'm also seeing it now in this group of women that I'm coaching Because as we try to distill down the things that we do and describe what we do, as it turns out, many creative people, many artists, surprise, surprise, are not just creative in their main realm. So if they're musicians, oh, it turns out they're a dancer too. They're a writer. Whoops, it turns out they also are really skilled at fiber arts or sewing or quilting. And... I don't know if there's something at work in our culture, in our society, I'd love to hear if anybody has any thoughts about this, that causes us to think that we have to pigeonhole ourselves or just do one thing. But this causes people a lot of grief. Um, I see entrepreneurial creatives trying to set up a website and they're like, gosh, should I have three different websites or can I put everything on the same website? It's like a dilemma. How do we present what we do? How do we present our work? But I guess my thesis today, my proposition to you is that you, if you are one of those people who has many things that you love, enjoy, and are possibly quite good at, claim it. Be a multi-passionate creator. You don't have to pigeonhole yourself. I think of that phrase so often that my dad would say, jack of all trades and master of none, because he could see already when I was young that I liked to do so many things and I didn't learn the whole phrase Until recently, which is a jack of all trades and master of none is oftentimes better than master of one. So clearly, I'm actually a huge believer in being passionate and getting good at a variety of things. It enhances your life and it can even be survival skills, depending on what you're getting good at. Also, getting good at one skill can sometimes enhance another. I know that Becoming a better percussive dancer has helped me as a musician and vice versa. The musical skills that I have as a musician help me to be a better dancer and to dance in a more musical way. So I'm all about being a jack of all trades, hashtag jack of all trades. Um, (laughs) Tag me on Instagram and, and use that hashtag. I'd love to see all the different things that you do. I was also having a talk with one of my friends last week who is a coach, a life coach, and she was talking about how she felt like part of her job was to help people feel like they have permission 
to do whatever it is they actually want to do until they can give that same permission to themselves. And I have often felt this way as a teacher of adults and children in creative realms. It's like we're so paranoid about, you know, not being Fred Astaire the first time we try to dance or not being Picasso the first time we try to draw a picture that we don't even let ourselves try sometimes. So part of my job I feel, has been to be a cheerleader and a coach and to help people feel that permission. So what I have done for this episode, just for fun, and because I really believe in using visual tools like affirmations that we speak or stick on post-it notes around our house or vision lists and journaling, I believe in using all of those tools to reprogram our subconscious mind and help us clear out the beliefs that don't serve us in all areas of our lives, I've created a resource for you. It's very simple. It's kind of dorky, but if you're a dork like me, I encourage you to go to the show notes and download it. It is a permission slip for whatever you want, and you can fill it out yourself, and it will be official permission to give yourself that thing, to do that thing that you want to do, to be that person that you want to be. So that is my little gift of love to you this week from the What Dreamers Do podcast. I am all about all of us being as creative as we can be because I believe the world needs that more than ever for us to really lean into who we are, to be our truest selves, and to connect with our deepest desires and our sources of joy so that we can feel that, we can give it to the people we love, we can increase the vibration of creativity and love and connection and brotherhood and sisterhood here on the earth. So if you want that permission slip, just go to the show notes. And I'm going to leave you with a quotation from a book that I love that I've read several times. I really love Jen Sincero. She is an author. She Her first big book was You Are a Badass. So lately I've been reading you are a badass at making money. And it's more than just a book about making money. It's really a book about fully being yourself and giving yourself permission to do what you love because that's part of living a wealthy lifestyle is wealth is more than just finances. It's wealth in joy, wealth in time doing what we love, wealth in time with our family. So I'm going to leave you with a quotation from her book from the chapter called Your Inner Wealth. And just encourage you to go grab your permission slip when you're ready. Self-love means doing things that make you feel good. I know that sounds like a no-brainer, but think about how often we do things that make us feel incredibly not good. We do it all the damn time. We tell ourselves we can't have what we want because it's too risky. We're too inexperienced. That person is out of our league. We drink too much. Marry morons, stay in jobs we hate. I could fill up the next 45 pages. But my point is, become more aware of what makes you feel good and go do that. Always check in with your feelings before doing or saying anything. Practice responding to situations according to how they make you feel instead of reacting based on old beliefs and fears. Pay attention to yourself, your awesome, adorable, and perfect self, and make the conscious effort to give yourself what you need, including all the riches you desire. You will love yourself for it. So again, that's from You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. I'll put a link to her book, and I will also link to a few other books that I find 
to be creatively inspiring in terms of giving ourselves permission uh, to tap into that creativity. And I'm also going to link again, in case you didn't get it, to the ebook that was created by me and my podcast guests called How to Live Your Most Creative Life. And that is also a free resource for you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you give yourself permission to do lots of joyful and juicy things. And I'd love to hear all about it. Send me a message, send me an email. I really enjoy hearing from you and I will answer you back. I promise. So give yourself permission to be your awesome self because that's what dreamers do. This episode of what dreamers do is sponsored by the online Appalachian flat footing and clogging Academy, the only course of its kind and the most comprehensive step-by-step program available for dancers learning this style. I teach beginning and intermediate students the steps and skills they need to dance to traditional mountain music so that they can be confident, joyful dancers and improvisers. Unlike others who just teach the same handful of steps or who just teach routines, I give you not only a bountiful library of steps, but a framework for understanding how the steps fit together with the music. Learn more about the Academy and get started for free with my video tutorial, The Three Essential Steps for Appalachian Flat Fitting and Clogging. Visit www.carlagover.com today. It's a holy fight.